Hello and welcome to another edition of Thunder Talk presented by Off the Wagon. It's playoff time in Oklahoma City, boys. And you know what? We're sitting here not talking about a Golden State Warriors first round matchup. I think this was. I think we're all pretty pumped after what happened, what transpired the past week. Uh, Can I get an amen? Amen. I don't think I was more excited ever in my life of watching two game casts simultaneously <laughs> of Denver and Portland. Oh and my the god! And mm-hmm. the sad little tracker of the games last night, if anyone was watching the Clippers game last night, they kept showing the Portland score, and then they'd say, oh, screw it, it's not worth it anymore, and they'd take it away when they're down by 25, and then they'd bring it right back because it got close <laughs> again. I, I didn't really know what ESPN was trying to do there. Yeah, I, I remember seeing when Portland came back you know, seeing that score, and I thought it was, I thought I was just doing math wrong, like a like an idiot, and just not, I don't know, ignoring a one. But that was one of the the wildest nights because, for the most part, we were rooting for Denver to lose, and then once Portland came back, we're like, no, you idiot, start winning. <laughs> um, uh, it was extremely exciting. stressful, extremely, and thank God the Kings wanted to lose even more than the Portland Trailblazers did because both teams were trying to lose. And, and it's embarrassing that it's come to that. It's almost like that South Park episode where they play baseball and they're purposely <laughs> trying to lose each other the whole summer. That's kind of what I envisioned my second half to be whenever the Kings de- – you know how we complain about the triple point guard lineup? Oh, the yeah. double point guard lineup of Frank Mason and Yogi Ferrell must have been oh. miserable. Oh, they're so small. I don't they're- understand how it's like you try to lose – and you're down 25 and come back and win? You're playing six guys. Like, that's almost impossible. I mean, Anthony, Anthony Simons played 48 minutes. They Gee. had six guys. They played six guys. Obviously, he's going to play 48 minutes. They well, yeah. didn't really have much else to do. And, I mean, I don't think, like, Terry Stotts said, like, hey, go out there and just miss shots and blow the game. I think he said, okay, let's pull out these guys and see what if, – if they win, cool. That's fine. But I – I'm not hurting if they lose this game. You know, it's you still want to keep that winning attitude in that locker room, especially yeah. going into the playoffs. Whenever you're going to be a home, like you're going to have home court advantage no matter what. So there's there's not you can't have a losing culture. So people are saying like, oh, Which they the, don't. Yeah, but I, what what I'm kind of going against is because all like sports radio talk and all everyone on Twitter is talking right now saying like, how does Stotts get this team? Um, to say, hey, we purposely tried to lose to and get to avoid the um the Thunder, and now you're playing them, and it's gonna like really bring this team down. No, that's not what happened. You rested them because b- rested players in the playoffs do well, especially a guy McCollum just came back from injury, and um, you're also a team that's also very spooked because you just lost one of your best players in Nurkic out for the whole season, so you don't want to try anything in the last game of the season. And if there's no big win-win of getting the other team versus the Jazz or the Thunder, why not just let the fates choose? Yeah, because I think I, I don't. It doesn't appear that the Blazers really saw that much of a difference between Portland or at, between Oklahoma City and Utah. Um, I think that might be more of the thing. I agree. I think I think the rest is a bigger thing. But also, I, I don't know, it, something about it just kind of, I don't know, some feels feels weird, you know, especially with Denver trying to manipulate the standings. Like, I, th- I have more of an issue with what Denver did than what Portland did last night. Oh, Denver. Because they, they rested their starters like three or four games ago to Portland just so Portland could therefore have the opportunity to get the three seed to push Houston 
to the four seed on the same side as the Warriors and get Portland on the same side as their bracket, making our side of the bracket currently, which which Denver successfully did, a really easier road to the Western Conference Finals. That makes sense, but it fires me up too because they don't respect us clearly, which with, I mean, like with good reason too because they swept us. I'm sorry, dropped an F-bomb. First it's okay. F-bomb, first F-bomb, four <laughs> hey, minutes you, in. You made, you made it four minutes <laughs> instead of two. That's good. Yeah, not, not like 30 <laughs> seconds like last time. But, I mean, that fires me up. That makes us, I don't know, that gives us an underdog mentality. I like it. Especially when we open up as a three-point dog on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And I've always I've always thought the Thunder play better as dogs. Uh, they clearly do. have they clearly have a different edge when they're playing teams like this. And, you know, we'll, we'll dive into this a little more because I think – I think motivation, especially when you talk about guys like Russell Westbrook, is going to have a major factor in this series. Well, I mean, it's a playoff series. You're going to be motivated either way. But there's something about there's something about this I don't know, how Portland went about this and how we scrapped our way back in and got this opportunity that I it has to be exciting. Last time we pawed, um, we didn't even consider this because we thought it was just so outlandish that somehow Portland would climb to the three and we would win. We just thought, oh, if we get the six, which is definitely a possibility, we'd be playing Houston. You know, this, this Portland ain't going to get the three. And, and now we're here, and we kind of throughout the week we figured out this is kind of the dream scenario. And now it's like waking up on Christmas today. Like the past two nights have been awesome. Just comebacks, just amazing moments. Even like Mo Harkless hitting a buzzer beater two days ago was awesome. Just talking about the last two days, it's it's like the NCAA tournament ends, and then the NBA immediately is like, "Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. we're way better." <laughs> Got something going on too. They they dropped. I mean that that Tuesday was one of the greatest regular season days in NBA history. It, with with all the uh, historic the significance of you know Dirk and Dwayne Wade. Um, yeah, that Magic random Johnson, Magic Johnson randomly retiring or mm-hmm. uh, stepping down. Um, Jamal Crawford dropping fifty. The Jam- the uh, I mean that the two buzzer beaters. It it was just it was exactly what the NBA needed right off of the uh, NCAA tournament, and really just bringing this energy right into the playoffs. I I don't I, I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, I mean they didn't even talk about PG the next day and his buzzer beater and how that was the hugest thing. But there were just so many other mm-hmm. stories like. Like they're talking about Royce Young was scheduled to like make a post about the Thunder game and he just didn't write it afterwards because there's too much news in the NBA that ESPN didn't need one. Wait, so um, if uh, uh, talking about the Houston game, if the th- if Paul George doesn't make that shot, does that 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 meant that and Clippers won and San Antonio won, correct? Yep, we, so that means that we would be eight and then we would be playing Golden State. Yep. So that yeah, that shot changed, that shot that shot might have just changed everything. Biggest shot of the year. The the thing is, we were right. we were one miss Paul George three away from, I mean, having the worst like possible path. Now I think we probably have one of the better paths in the you know in the West. Yeah, if if we if we would have, thank God at least like if Houston won a one, we didn't have had to play them at the four. Houston would have therefore been the three. You know, in that case. So if we somehow got across from the Warriors, we wouldn't have had that road. But still, anything to not get the eight, it just it's such a big monkey off our backs now. Just this pessimism that Thunder fans have had all recently. We can finally have some optimism. All the naysayers saying we suck, you know, and this suck <laughs> and the Thunder just sucks so bad. I mean like Okay. Come on. 
Okay, obviously I didn't mean like that we're uh, tanking for Zion, but it's it you know it, it just it made me so frustrated over the month on how we have the talent to be a top five, top three team in the league and just see it go to waste like that. Uh-huh. I've know, ranted but, about I've ranted about that oh, yeah. suck word. It's just like so many people use it whenever they're down. It's so extreme. You said we're not tanking for Zion. That sucks, and we're not top of the league warriors but we're somewhere in between and that's not suck or it sucks that we're not doing well but we do not suck or that we should blow it up uh i mean oh, here's no a, hell no hell here, no. here here's let me let me put it this way here's a text i just pulled up from uh march 27th uh from our, our guy tyler caldwell Is this I tyler okay yes. <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> I, I gotta do it to him this was our year, podcast be damned. Three months ago, this was the Thunfers year. Not next Thunfers? year. Thunfers, yes. Not next year, this year. Next year is our eh, whatever year. We should just blow it up because these guys don't give a single f- <laughs> Our was, team <laughs> clearly doesn't care about winning. They're making it clear they give zero f- and then Ford yeah. said, I mean, I'm down with my, our team forever, but I'm just so mad. Well, you actually, you literally just said what you just said on yeah. the pod, which is, I think is fair because that's I, I think that's how we all felt. That was two weeks yeah. ago. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, after we that. We can all agree. We can all agree that Tyler is the most extreme. <laughs> oh, those, our... The ultimate pessimist. I love it, yeah. though. Like now we're like sitting here instead of blowing it up. Now we're like. We've got an easier road to the Western Conference Finals than the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, that is. Well, I would say, uh, they I have, wouldn't yes. say it's that we played. I wouldn't say it's easier. I mean, it's going to be mm. tough. But of course, I mean, I would, have to go versus. I'd Houston. rather play Denver than Houston, but not by much. I, I mean, it's you. You don't want to play Denver, but after yeah. after what I saw on Tuesday, I don't want any part of James Harden anywhere near oh, this yeah. team. Any just at all. I cannot stand. Because he's gotten worse since that one series. The hooking is the most, oh, yeah. is the biggest atrocity in this in that the game of basketball. That's a fla- that's a flagrant now in the NCAA. It should be. That is. Yeah, it's called a hook and hold. That's a flagrant. Wow, it's yeah, not just it, an offensive foul. Then we it, go to the other side of the court. It's more like, wow. seen on like the offensive boards where someone hooks them. Stephen Adams does this all the time. So yeah, the way yeah, they kind yeah. of hook their oh, arm well, sh- and they manipulate to act like you're the one getting thrown down but in actuality you're the one throwing them down yeah i i i know i think that's bad but i think the way it's just the way harden does it off ball specifically when he's trying to get the ball that just i don't understand how the refs don't see that if the league isn't going to stop anything i say we flop every single time he drives because there's a chance every other time he's going to push off either on a on a step back right or a or just go into the lane. He pushes off of his offhand every time. If the league isn't going to take initiative, why not just flop every time? You know, but I think that like like plays like he had versus Dennis Schroeder uh, versus in the Houston game uh, versus us, where he hooked him, you know, off ball, and then there was a defensive foul on Schroeder. That's where I kind of agree. Well, not agree because. Um, I guess the Clippers announcer, you know, like a, a week or two ago, didn't mean it in the way that I'm about to say it. But I do think Harden cheats the game like that. And it's with those, you know, the the flopping and the kicking your leg out on the threes and then hooking some players to uh, get contact. And that's where I think he's cheating the game. And I really, really don't like or I, I really lose respect for Harden as a player like that. But then at the same time, you have to think, well, it's like, you know, 
this technically is in the rule book. Like you can do this. Like it's just manipulating the game, and I don't like it. Can, can there's we talk nothing ab- you can do about it. Can we talk about how noted Kobe Bryant fan Ford Brandon just said he doesn't like uh, players kicking it out because it yeah. ruins the integrity of the game? Mm-hmm. Everyone uh, does. That. They ha- he has a rule now, like the Kobe Bryant rule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like this is the you most know what? I don't really, thing. I don't really remember him doing it that much. So Kobe oh. Bryant kicking <laughs> out his legs in every shot—that's just his <sighs> signature. You have to admit that Harden does it more. Yeah, he, no, does. Hard, he does. Harden does do it. Here, Harden does worse things. I would agree. But listen to this. Here's my argument on this. Why I hate everything that Harden does. I do not uh, have any negative thoughts for him because if he can get away with it, I completely understand why he's doing it. This is not a James Harden problem. This is a league problem and an official problem. Because if he can take four steps to do a step back and not get called travel, and it gives him an advantage, he's going to continue to do it. Oh yeah. Yep, well, that's why I, I said, you know, I, I, you can't really blame him for it because it is in the rule book, and he's a, or the refs yes. in the league are allowing him to do it. So it's like, 100% you know, agree. why not help your team that way? But you know, it, as a fan, you don't like it. Yes, no. definitely as an opponent, you don't like it. No, not at all. Well, thankfully, we wouldn't have to worry about talking about Harden too much until the uh, p- potential Western Conference well, Finals next year. So, we, hey, man, you never know if they can beat Golden State. So. Well, we'll just we'll take we'll take this good old hardened hate and just lock it in a box until that potential uh, thing. I think it's time we dive into our uh, series preview here, boys. What do you say? Let's do it. Oh, yes. All right. So obviously we've we've talked about it that this is just a dream matchup on it because if it, the way I look at this, Portland is the best matchup outside of the Spurs or the Clippers for us. This is huge. Yes, I agree. I, but also would, at the same time, we wouldn't be playing, you know, the Spurs. The well, I was just like, putting hypotheticals, you know. Out of all the of, options. In, in yeah. terms of the Western Conference playoff field, I would say that that's not I, the case. I will stand up and say Portland is our best option the whole playoffs. Would you like to hear my um, argument on that, including the Clippers and the Spurs? Because, because what is our problem that the Thunder, we have all this talent, but we don't show up to play, correct? What, when do we show up to play? We've, whenever we have an attitude and chip on our shoulder, who other than the Portland Trailblazers do that to us? They're already talking yeah, trash really in this pregame. We're going to bring Wait, the hold, attitude. Hold on, hold on. They're already talking trash? Well, Damian Lillard, well, not trash, but I mean, Damian Lillard, whenever they got asked in the postgame about, like, um, if there's something there with um, OKC, like beef, and he was like, there's yeah, something, yeah, yeah. there's something. I mean, they're talking. Well, that's essentially obvious. What well, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is they're, 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 they've got an attitude and. We're going to come out with energy. We're not going to come out in duds. And second of all is the way we play completely exposes them without Nurkic. It's, there's no, like we, okay, versus the Clippers, like I still would be more scared of Zubox and Montrez Harrell in the middle compared to Ennis Cantor. I mean, Russell Westbrook, if he's going to keep on playing the way he has been recently, or driving and kicking and playing aggressive, he only had three shots in the first quarter last night. And Steven Adams, if he can get healthy by Sunday, this is by far the best matchup in the whole Western Conference for us. Definitely Lock it agree. in. Definitely agree. I fully agree. And, you know, the Westbrook the Westbrook Lillard thing, you know, I mean, earlier this season he was telling him, you know, I've been busting, busting your yeah, ass, busting your ass for years. I mean, we were I'm at excited. that game, Bobby. We were. We were. We saw it. It was, uh, I, I don't know. There's, there's something about this energy with this Portland team that I really like that we can really shut down. Um, 
And if you think about it, just get one win one in Portland uh, on Sunday, or I guess it would be Tuesday. Uh, or no, when, when is the next game? It's Sunday Both. and Sunday it's, and it's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Okay, I didn't know if we had a. It's yeah, it's Tuesday. I, I was worried. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so get one on Sunday or get one on Tuesday, and you're basically the three seed at that point. Um, you know, I was going to say, uh, you know, I, I agree with everything that, you know, Jameson was saying with the matchups and everything like that. But, you know, last night when we were talking and I was so pessimistic because one, obviously, you know, we just had that huge slump. So I'm, and I know we have a little bit of momentum going with those, you know, five straight games and got a little back of our, we went back to our identity and we got some, uh, mojo going, but this is the playoffs and nothing comes easy. And I think you have to be a fool to assume that the Thunder are going to run away with this series. And I think, I mean, obviously there are some huge mismatches when it comes to matchups and with Nurkic being gone, McCollum not being that uh, healthy. But I think uh, Jameis and I agreed on this last night that Damian Lillard and CJ will definitely have one or two absurd games that are prob- mm-hmm. that are most likely going to get them wins. Um, I think Myers Leonard and Stauskas could definitely end up being problems. Um, just like we like last year when we didn't see you know Jay Crowder torching us or Joe Ingles going off and Ricky Rubio, um, and Stauskas. I, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Stauskas, Stauskas plays in Cleveland. Wait, oh, I forgot he got traded. <laughs> you okay. mean Seth, Nirvana, Nirvana. Seth, he got Seth traded. Curry? Yeah, Seth yeah, Curry could trade. torch us. Stauskas, yeah, he got Stau- traded. Stauskas um, is the new Curry sorry, boy. He played, he played the first two games. Yeah. All right. Um. I'll, also, I'm going to say one thing. This is a good thing. This is a good omen. There are no home game game twos for us to blow this playoff. <laughs> there are seriously that is so true Ooh, i like that. think about it but there we're not we're like the entire playoffs unless you know san antonio upsets denver we're not going to be you know the the home team so we there's no home game game twos that, to is, blow. that is absolutely if you're trying to find some optimism as a thunder fan right yeah. there, there it is there but another go. but riding on the optimism versus pessimism now yeah it's really easy to be pessimistic as a thunder fan what's been happening to us the past month but i feel like this whole like okay pump the brakes guys we're we're being too happy that we got this portland series there anything can happen that okay that's not being like anti-optimism there that's just being real yeah. obviously we're the people that are really really happy we got portland aren't overlooking the fact that we're just going to give up this game this series and just kind of be like oh we got this in the bag no we're still going to show up to play we're just happy because this is by far the best case scenario oh, whenever yeah. you're presented oh, yeah. a very nice road in front of you be happy thunder fans you are allowed to be happy now yeah it's, it, this is just a matter of enjoying your life it's it's like if every time you had a pizza someone's in your ear like well i mean it's good but you know all those calories it's gonna kill you one day y- you know yeah. what does it matter <laughs> so i don't know i'm happy this is great you know oh. i i will say this though last year we uh, swept the jazz in the regular season and obviously had massive issues with them in the playoffs but this is not that Jazz team. Yeah, oh yeah. All. But but also that Jazz team was banged up for like three of those games. Like Gobert didn't play for two of them. Yeah. You know. So, but um, along with a a couple more points I had about Portland is that this team also without Nurkic managed to still maintain a th- the three seed in the West without him. So was I mean, seven and two. Uh, I thought it'd be more. Seven and two since he got hurt. Yeah. I think. Um, I mean, I I hadn't looked at the the teams that they played during that stretch, but still, that's pretty solid without their starting center, and definitely for a Portland team that lacks talent. Um, and 
and so what basically to sum all that up, this isn't going to be easy. And if Thunder stick to their identity and buckle down, then yes, I think that they're the more talented team and they will prevail. But one thing also that I'm going to say is that the importance of game one in this series is going to be so crucial because the Thunder, uh, uh, um, according or uh, along with the sweep that they did versus Portland during the regular season, if we can win game one on Portland's home court, not game two, game one, like, and get uh, the five straight during the year, I think that's going to just crush Portland's psychological mentality coming into the rest of the series because they've they've been swept two straight years in the, in the opening round of the playoffs. And if you lose five straight to a team and drop game one while you're the home team, this just looks – it's literally looking into the mirror – uh, versus like the New Orleans series last that's year. Really, and I think point. that's going to be huge. Yeah, because it really sets up like a mu- basically. I hate using the term "must win" on non-game seven games. It basically means you have to win game two. The pressure of winning oh, that yeah. game two would be enormous. And Portland knew that last year and dropped it again. Uh-huh. They got blown out, right? Wasn't it game two uh-huh. like game one yep. was like overtime? Game two, they got their ass beat. Yeah, and look yep. at the rest of the series. So I think they know, but but then that you you kind of think like Damian Damian Lillard and CJ are better players than that, and I yeah. feel like big time players in games like that you're not going to get swept two straight. Well, obviously like the it'd be three straight seasons, but the first one was to Golden State, you know, and the second one last year was the one they should not have been swept. I don't think they that's going to happen this year again. And I think that if we win game two, I mean if we win game one, game two is going to be a dog fight and it's gonna it's gonna be like a Damian Lillard double nickel type game I, I will say this one thing one thing about this both teams entered this series with enormous chips on their shoulder uh, I mean both have I mean especially with the especially with the Thunder you know not haven't advanced past the first round since we beat San Antonio in 2016 this is this is a this is a series that both franchises desperately need mm-hmm. yep yeah I think I think that um, on kind of piggybacking on Ford's point there, yeah, it really is crucial to come out and come out and win that game. But when is that game? What day and what time is it, Bobby? Sunday at two thirty. Okay, the ABC now, special. The ABC Sunday two thirty special that we thought was cursed, and I think it's kind of normalizing as is of recently. Cursed? Right now, we used Thunder always thought the Sunday early games and all early games were just cursed for us. We never did well in it. But it's starting to what normalize. Did, we just beat Minnesota we, recently. We, yeah, we beat Minnesota. But I, I feel that, win? yeah. What, wait, hold on. Last year in the playoffs, didn't we play game one, Oklahoma City versus the Jazz, on a Sunday at like midday? Wasn't it around 2.30? It might have been. I, 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 seem, well, I, I seem to recall it being a little later. No, yeah. it, or maybe it was like a, a – Three o'clock, four o'clock. I don't know. I know I, it, it started yeah. in the midday because I remember watching it outside. It was like, probably outside. like that weird five o'clock slot. Yeah. Okay, maybe. But maybe. All, all I'm saying is, Thunder fans are really, really good about superstitions. And for the longest time, since it's longer than just this season of this two thirty stigma, it's just that kind of spooks people. I'm not spooked by it anymore. I, I feel like we've been we got big win versus um, Philly and big win versus Minnesota recently. Oh, well, Philly! Philly was uh, twelve o'clock. Right. Well, er, more early game is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, but um, 
I, I, I feel pretty good, and I really do feel good going into game one, especially as a three-point underdog. I think if Russell doesn't let these emotions get the best of him, he doesn't try to rock the baby the whole game and do that kind of BS. Oh, you know play. he will. Well, if he, tr- if he plays like he's been playing, you can still play with the chip on your shoulder and still be <laughs> Russell Westbrook, but not command the game in ISO ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's 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 break down a little bit more of you know the series matchups. So ultimately, what is uh, what would you guys say other than I mean, let's say other than uh, both Curry and McCollum because both can go off at a moment's notice. Other than Curry and McCollum, who worries you most on this uh, Trailblazer team? Oh, Lillard. My, yeah, Miles Aaron. No, yeah. Lillard. I didn't mean Damian oh, Lillard. Lillard and McCollum. <laughs> I meant I meant Lillard, Lillard and McCollum. Of course, yeah. We're all shaking in our boots about Seth Curry. Yeah. Yes, I mean Seth Curry is definitely a player. I mean, you go with Myers Leonard Ford. Let me hear your argument on that. Shooters, I hate shooters. <laughs> like, I mean, if I was at the Houston game, like I hated it. But I mean, I know I, I, I think with, I think uh, Myers Leonard, Seth Curry, are going to be dangerous kickout options. And I just, I, I mean, I, I really don't really have that much of an argument other than the fact that I just have a feeling that they're going to burn us. The series. I mean, they got the. That's the. I mean, without uh, without Nurkic, they're kind of low on weapons. So that's kind of all they have to beat us. And three pointing. If 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 teams against us can get their three point shot going, it's always a long night. It's always a long night. Yeah, I I feel that because I really think Portland's going to try to stretch us out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I here's um one guy that I think is going to be really good versus us, and I think that will be the problem for us. If problems do arise, I think Rodney Hood can be that guy. He's got the potential to have twenty point nights and make and he's can make silent twenty point nights because he's just an athlete who can score. But who guys I really actually do like and think that can do really well. But the problem is, will they actually get enough minutes in this Portland series? Is Zach Collins and Jake Lehman more so on Zach Collins' day? I'm a really Jake like Lehman. Zach Collins. Jack, Jake Lehman's an athlete, man, dude. But Zach Collins. I think if he gets more minutes and they decrease Cantor's minutes when they realize can't play Cantor is just horrible for them, I think that can really change this series. If they try to lean on Cantor too much and give him 35, 34, 32 minutes a game, it's going to be a bad time for Portland. There's going to be a shift in this series where Portland is going to go small. Um, because they're going to realize it after, after We're going to absolutely bit. abuse Ennis Cantor in the oh, paint. Yeah, we're and we need to Steven to get healthy. Him. Yes, yeah. So I, I really think that this Thunder team is probably going to roll out. You know that I think I think we'll we'll employ a lot of that small lineup with Jeremy Grant the five, um, and kind of try to do that. Like I guess our version of the lineup of death, but this is more like a lineup of you know semi like uh, mediocre injuries. I don't know. Yeah, but how about Markeith Morris getting some center minutes? Like. We weren't playing him like at center it. because we weren't really liking his defense and his rotation skills. They've gotten a little bit better, not good, but what's really the big change, I've got, it's kind of been pissing me off though, but he's been getting rebounds. He's been doing really well on the boards. You can tell he's trying harder. One thing that's been really ticking me off about him is that dude's got to stop tipping everything, man. Like There's some times where you can just go and grab it with two hands and put it back up. He's really, mm-hmm. really tip-hungry. And while it has been good and some have fallen, and he's been more aggressive, which is a good thing, let's try to say, hey, Markeith, you can just go up and grab him and do, tip it with two hands or come back down with it and make a good power move. Like You've got great post-game. I was literally going to make that point on how I really think that – like. 
this series, we're really going to see the importance of why we signed Markeith Morris and that mm-hmm. playoff experience and that intensity. Yeah, that, he he's, that, well. he's kind of that junkyard dog player that's really going to come in handy for a dogfight series like this. Come into his own. And I, I think once that shift happens, uh, I really, I, I don't know. I like him to see a ton of minutes and do, and to be pretty good. Um, now, here's here's the thing that we haven't even talked about yet. Paul George just kills this team every yep. time. They don't have anyone to stop Paul George. We need so, him to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, the health of Paul George is absolutely paramount to winning this series. He has to be putting up the type of numbers we've seen him put up against Portland all season. And, um, like, oh, okay, Jameson, you can go. I'll let you go first. I'm actually pulling up Paul George's Portland okay. stats right now because they're unreal. Um, yeah. It, I, I just saw it, and I forget who, who tweeted it out, but it's like he's averaging like 40, 45% from threes in that range, um, averaging like 35 points per game, somewhere around. These are all rough because I can't find the whoever tweeted it. But this dude does torch them. And, and it's another thing why resting him in Milwaukee was nice. It's a sore right shoulder. He's been kind of battling it ever since he's got that contusion a while ago. Don't confuse this one with the one that was the rotator cuff. I don't think I think it's the other one, if I recall right. And that's just something you need to rest. And it helps so much that we got a Sunday game and not the Saturday game. That's one oh, extra yeah. day for Stephen and PG to rest. Because you know, Pete Stephen was just looking good, and then all of a sudden he just goes and gets some more bruises on him again. Right. How, why? Why was Billy putting Stephen back in the game last night? Like that was like, absolutely what are you ridiculous. Thinking? So. Like, and the same thing, we're up by 18. I don't care if Russell Westbrook wants to get his triple-double. We're up 18, the 82nd game of the season, and we're going into a playoff series? What? Like, that's Tied Magic Johnson. It was absurd. That was absurd. I understand that Russell has so much power in this team, but it is absolutely just, we've already thought it's embarrassing, but this that is just embarrassing number one right there. Whenever Russell gets hit, and I know whenever Russell gets hit or hurt or falls down, it makes it look like it's this season-ending injury every single time and scares the living crap out of us. But I don't want those scares, Billy. Come on, give Homie some hot point guard minutes. Uh, oh, I'm pulling up. Oh, I have the Portland stats for Paul George pulled up. Okay, go if for it. you want to hear it. Yeah, uh, first game at Portland, which was decided by two points. And I was going to say, every single win versus Portland we've had this year has been decided by like eight points or less, something like that. Like That's how close the series is going to be. It's gonna it's gonna be like a, a barn burner type, you know. I'm gonna need like to go a cardiologist like after the end of the series. But um, <clears throat> first game, George, 37 points. Uh, second game versus uh, versus Portland, George, 36 points. Third game, George, 47 points. And lastly, at Portland again, uh, Russ had 37. That was one uh, George okay. fouled out. Yeah, yeah. PG I, also yeah, had 32 yeah. in that game. Yeah. I did find the averages. PG is averaging 38 points, 10.5 rebounds, 5.5 assists on 45% shooting, 46% from three, and 85% from free throws on 15 free throws attempts per game. Wow. Yeah, no, we we're yeah. we're going to need we're we're going to need world breaker Paul George, and we're going to need a very incredibly great Russell Westbrook. We need both of those. Well, we're gonna need that to win any series. Well, yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I I agree because while balanced play is good, you just can't rely on guys like Terrence Ferguson to show up every night, or Jeremy yeah. Grant to you know hit every shot that he made. That dude's almost a forty percent shooting. It, it, it's amazing. 
you kind of see this and if anyone pays attention to baseball with Chris Davis gets his bag and money and now he hasn't had a hit this whole season like Jeremy Grant just signed his deal three or 27 million and he's getting better even more than what he has he's gotten better passing ball handling but by far shooting since all-star break has been unreal like his set shot is deadly and it's opening up our offense so much more to where Russell's going to have more time to drive and PG can do more and the pick and the pick and roll with Adams is going to be deadly. Just one little thing, don't view Jeremy Grant's shooting as just, oh, we make more threes when he shoots it. Think of all of the dominoes that fall across the board whenever other teams have to view him as a threat and don't leave him open. Agreed, because mm-hmm. it really opens up the floor for the Thunder. It's, it's, it's honestly, and Ferguson too, another good thing about Ferguson, yeah, not relying on him. But if he's having a bad game and he's been missing his threes, we're starting to see him slash more. We're seeing Russell hit him on a couple mm-hmm. slashes to the rim. And he's doing great with the one thing that's dying in the NBA, the one thing that all you kids learn whenever you're going through basketball skill camps and like practices and everything is the pump fake and dribble and go to the rim or pump fake, dribble, dribble, jump shot. You know, like He's starting to play a little bit of mid-range game and some going to the rim. Like... I'm starting to see some development out of this kid, and it's starting to look better and better. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, for sure. I, I, everything's going like pretty well for Grant. I'm, I'm, I, I will rant all day about how great his development's been this season with his dribbling, with his shooting. I mean, he's become a legit threat on the wing for some games. He's becoming everything we wished him to be. Yeah, we drafted him, and no. I, I think, I think he's got probably one more step. And it's figuring out how to not always drop your shoulder on the drive. Teams that scout him, number one thing on the top of the scouting report in bold is is every single time he drives, flop, because he dips his shoulder every time. Once he fixes that in his game and gets a little bit more finesse, which he's got the athleticism to do, this dude is going to be value for $9 million. Now, a quick break for us to sell out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I got a couple questions here. So, will Damian Lillard hit a game winner? No. Um, Damian Lillard will hit a very big shot with like 40 seconds left probably from like way out deep that's going to frustrate us in a loss. I don't think he's going to hit like a Houston Rockets game ender. If that's what I don't asking. know. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Damian Lillard's one of the most clutch players in the league, and he has been for a long time. I just – I can so see it happening, but I I don't know. It, I, I mean, he, it could it could happen in any any game, or it could not. But I think he I think he definitely daggers us at least once. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a dagger coming in. I don't know about a buzzer beater or like a last second shot, but that dude is it, like you said. Be close. Portland Portland versus OKC games are going to be close down to the wire. Hell, OKC games in general are always going to be close. We That's we true. don't we don't play blowouts on either side of the ball. It's 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 going to be entertaining basketball. It's going to be great TV. It's going to take up spot in the Masters, and some people are going to be all upset about that. But oh well, we're going to be just okay. Who okay? Here's another one. Who wins the Mike Miller Award for most obnoxious role player? Uh, can't be a starter. I, 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 Rodney Hood comes off the bench, right? Yeah, yeah. Rodney, uh, Rodney Hood is mine. We had already touched on it a little oh, bit. Oh, uh, I, I Evan Turner. 
I know. I oh yeah. I, I saw Evan Turner uh, replied in, in some Instagram comments today. Someone was like, you know, Russell Westbrook don't want that smoke from Evan Turner, and he replied with like a like a thumbs up. And I'm like, oh. Wait, are we saying most annoying like talking trash and stuff, or are we talking like the dude that's gonna scorch us like Mike Miller did? Guys he, who shouldn't be he, scoring. Well, he's dude, going. Please. Yeah, he's going to scorch us, and we're going to be all insanely annoyed by it. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Anthony Simmons. I Simons. I know he literally. I'm just going off of recency bias. I don't know. I just have a weird feeling about this guy. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna get many minutes with Steph Probably Curry not. and <laughs> CJ. Say, he but wasn't really but even the I think this year. I think Rodney will get will score because he would score. That's just how he is. I don't think that's unexpected. If there's someone that's gonna be unexpected to some people, I think that's Zach Collins. That's me. Yeah. 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 I. I don't know. I think I think Collins could definitely be up there. Uh, hmm. Yeah. No. I, I kind of agree with that. Okay. So next, um, who's going to be the MVP of this series? Paul George. Russell. I'm going to go Paul George as well. Um, and now to close it out, uh, what's our prediction? You got it, Jameson. I think I think, I think we're all going to say Por- um, Portland and seven. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I, I got I got Thunder and six here. I think that's just kind of how it is. Yep. They're all going to be close games. Uh, I think Dame, like we said earlier, Dame and CJ are going to have games that are just absurd, and they're going to come to the wire. We're going to have comebacks that are going to be close. I think every single game with the uh, single digit, uh, there's not going to be a double digit win on any side. Oh, I don't know. I I bet there's one game where we just work them. Okay. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think I. But other than that, I think every single game is going to be decided by like less than ten points. I do as well. Have Thunder and six. Uh, uh, Dame and CJ are going to have. You are always good for one or two absurd games, uh, forty point, fifty point games. Um, but I think I think at towards the end of the series, I think talent's going to just outweigh and I, the Portland Trailblazers roster, and I think injuries and matchups are really, really going to start to wear on them after about game four. Um. Well, I hate to I hate to agree with all of you because it's not very interesting podcasting. But I'm, I'm going to go Thunder and six. I think the Thunder take a 3-1 lead, you know, going into Game 5, and I, I just don't see Portland losing a Game 5 on their home floor, um, which will very much annoy me because I have Avengers Endgame tickets, which I know e- I neither of you care about. Neither of you care about. I am very, I'm a little irate, so the, the Thunder need to end this thing fast, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to happen. Uh, so I'm going to go Thunder and six, and this is this is going to be one of those series that is is somehow closer than it actually you know if when you look at it like the thunder will probably be up 3-1 but it's going to be a really narrow 3-1 mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. and this it's that not way. i i think the thunder just find ways to win because i i i don't think there's any way that portland can stop paul george he's going to be the difference if he's healthy and i've been waiting i've been waiting for a thunder portland playoff series for a long time this team, yeah. these teams have had beef with each other for the last couple of years, and I've been waiting for this moment. We finally got it, so it's this going to be interesting. This is the first time, I think what I saw is like Portland has played every single other team in Western Conference in a series except for us. So, I mean, that that's kind of fun. Uh, and I'll get, I kind of want to backtrack on what I said about, and since you brought up Paul George being MVP and everything, and you all seem to agree on that, I think Russell Westbrook, if we win this series, is the MVP just for the sake of Nurkic being out. He can really, really expose this team with more of his passing and creating rather than his shooting and mm-hmm. scoring big numbers. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think the way we win these games, the kind of way I'm getting the vibe of how we're playing right now, is 10 points from Ferg, 15 from Jeremy, 
12 from Steven, you know, 25 from, from Russ and PG, like really kind of just, we distribute the ball. We just set a record for most assists last night. That, that was yep. awesome. So, I mean, I don't think we'll be shooting the ball the way we did last night because that zone was embarrassing. And this ain't Syracuse, but uh, <laughs> that was also the scrub. That was ridiculous. Oh I know. my god! Well, any team with a decent four can just kill a zone because all you have to do is just get into the high post and the, just collapse the zone, and then corner three is wide open. It, that's all we did. Raymond Felton, thick boy, got four threes on his on his belt, <laughs> so so we were happy. But yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying no center shot blocking guy in the middle. If you look at all the teams that we do bad against, it's mostly teams that have shot blockers in the middle. Rudy Gobert, like. We have a lot of trouble with the Jazz because Russell can't drive, and you can yeah. definitely see that there's a handicap on him whenever we do that. Or like so, Clint Capella, like gave yes, us a ton of exactly. issues. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I I don't know. Last question on this series before we move on to kind of touching on a couple other NBA, you know, you know, other the first round playoffs. Is Ennis Cantor a, uh, a a sleeper agent for the Thunder? Is he is he intentionally on the Trailblazers to to just completely uh, blow them up from the inside? <laughs> That's my theory. Is he's he's going to get so exposed in these first two uh, games. That if I could if I could sign him again, man, I wouldn't heartbeat. <laughs> I love that dude, but I want I want to I have I to would, hate him now. I want to sign him as a two way contract because I don't want him on my damn roster. But because can't play Cantor is horrible. But what here's my thing on it. His true colors, his happy-go-lucky, love the thunder, will really show very quickly because this game's going to get chippy within the first quarter, and Cantor starts. So is Cantor going to kind of hide in the corner whenever the chippiness in Dame Lillard begins, or is he going to be <laughs> trying to play mediator? Or no, I, you're I really going to see his mediator. true colors. I, 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 I'd like to bet mediator, but I know that's going to upset some of the Blazers. Oh, yeah. it's going to kill him. They're going to oh, yeah. hate him for that. I think he kind of just sits away and just lets it happen. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a guy who kind of walks back or is the one talking specifically to the Thunder player to not go after him. Mm-hmm. If it's like an Adams yeah. or a Westbrook, it'll is, be like it'll be like a LeBron like like during the Houston Laker fight when LeBron like picks up like Chris Paul, you know, instead of helping yes. out his own players, like it, he'll be like one of those. It's going to be like one of those. Exactly. You guys, you guys know whenever someone gets a sense of entitlement, if someone's been there somewhere before and you're going to it new and they feel like they're kind of the hot shot walking around the place, you know? I feel like that's kind of what Cantor's going to be playing the Thunder. He's like, oh, I've been here. I know all the guys. Just kind of let me do my thing, you know? I feel like that's kind of what the attitude Cantor really has. So I, I don't I don't know the sleeper agent. I, I think deep down he wishes he was on the Thunder team rather than Portland. But I'm he's sure he a does. very, very good team player. That dude buys in wherever he goes, and you just got to love that from a guy. And so I wish him the best, um, but actually I really wish he plays and does well because I don't want to see Zach Collins or anyone else because his defense is horrible. So we, we needed him to play just good enough to stay in the game, but bad enough to win. Yep, Steven should give him some. Give him some confidence. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about this series, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, boys. This is going to be fun. Um, let's touch on a couple of these. There's some pretty solid matchups around the league. So what, I guess, let me ask both of y'all. What is the one series that you're most excited at watching? God. Let's just, I'll just go first. Yeah. It's for me, I, <laughs> I know this is kind of ridiculous, uh, because we play them and you know, there's a bit of a disparity, but I'm really intrigued at this Denver San Antonio. Yes. Series. Yes. You know, this young green team, you know, with a kind of young coach who, I don't think Mike Malone's ever even been in... Has he ever coached in the playoffs? I don't think so. No. 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 Yeah, so... The Nuggets have been out for a while. 
yeah, and he he recently got to Denver, you know, mm-hmm. before it was George Carl. So yep. I'm I'm really interested in seeing how this team handles, you know, a playoff atmosphere. Uh, the Pepsi Center is intense for sure, but you know, I don't know. I I, I just I think Pop- San Antonio probably has a really good shot at this series of extending it to seven. I have I have Denver winning in seven. I do. I think Popovich has a lot of aces up his sleeve for moments like this. I mean, he. I, I mean, he's arguably the greatest NBA coach of all time, and I think when you got when you got that experience, plus well, you also have players like Patty Mills and Demar Derozan and uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, who are very, very playoff experienced. When you got when you got a team like that versus a team that's completely inexperienced, like literally, does, does I think Paul Millsap is like their only vet that really has playoff experience. That's going to be a very interesting clash. I still have Denver winning it in seven. I think it'd be really hard for this San Antonio team to pull off a game seven upset in the Pepsi Center, but that's going to be very, very close. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the other, uh, well, I guess we can talk about it later if you have something more to say about that. Oh, I was just going to say, DeMar DeRozan, you know, it'll be interesting to see oh, if yeah. his choking could, like, has moved over with him to the Western yeah. Conference. Jameson, what do, you, what do you think about this series? Uh, yeah, I think uh, that series will be interesting. I'm not kind of buying in as much on the seven game and buying in on experience as much. I think these two teams are the most boring teams to watch in the Western Conference, and they're playing off against each other. I think there is a chance that there will be good competition, but I've, I think Nuggets win in like five, honestly. What? I, really? Yeah, yeah, I do. Not even six? You're not yeah. going to give Pop two games? Dude, I mean... It's a coach can only do so much in this league, and and Pop is so amazing on how he actually can change a team just by himself. I feel in the NBA, it's more upon the players than the coach. Um, but I, I I just I love Jokic, man. The way he plays is just that dude is special, and I just don't see really I mean any guys that can really do well versus Jokic, and I'm just not too thrown away by this Spurs team, and it kind of does also irk me a little bit that Demar Derozan hasn't blown me away this season. And he's got a history in the playoffs, and mental is huge. It's huge. He's gonna. It's gonna be in his head the whole time. He's gonna be on. The, he's gonna be like, okay, I've got to come out, and I've got to do what I do, and not choke like I used to. This is my one chance to redeem myself. And I, I, I don't know if he's gonna do well with that. I, I like Denver. I like this team. Recency bias. They've been doing poor, but I. I like Denver in five here. I don't think it's going to be. That's probably one of my least favorite series. I wish it was the Clippers instead of the Spurs. I'll tell you that much. I really like the Clippers this year. I I think another uh, playoff series that I'm on major upset watch is Philadelphia-Brooklyn. Yeah. I think Joel Embiid's health is also going to be a big issue in that because he yeah. might not play game one or two from what yeah. I'm hearing. And Brooklyn is – that team is hot, dude. They like they can play, and they you know what? Good for Brooklyn for being one of the laughing stocks of the NBA, and finally having got, gathering up draft picks. Finally, after that whole debacle of trading all the draft picks to Boston Celtics and <laughs> for old like Kevin that. Garnett yeah. and old like, Paul Pierce, good and for Jason Terry <laughs> for finally getting a rebuild going, and they and they they score in trading for D'Angelo Russell. And they've they've finally made it back to the playoffs, and they're a promising young squad. And I wouldn't be surprised if a big name free agent hopped on that roster this summer. Oh, yeah. And but I I could legit see Brooklyn pulling off this upset. Yeah, I really do like Brooklyn this year. Especially I like their future 
um, more so than this year. I think they'll really give Philly a fight. Philly's just got too much talent that I think that mm-hmm. Philly overall wins that. But I think Brooklyn, watching that game, that's definitely going to be one of the series I'm most excited to watch in the East. Uh, probably my number one series outside is the easy answer, and I, I'm kind of confused how it hasn't been brought up yet, is Houston versus Utah, guys. Yeah. I, that's going to be so much fun. Like, I understand watching Houston's kind of painful, but, dude, Portland is such – I mean, Utah's such a good team. Like, I, I really – I've been kind of harping high on Utah ever since the All-Star break, and I even said they have a the dark horse chance to get to the three or the two, and y'all called me crazy. They, Yeah, I was wrong. But they've got talent, man. They, I mean, they can really do well. And with the healthy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, the way he's been playing post-All-Star break, going off against Houston is the hottest team in basketball right now, even after that um, loss to the Thunder. I mean, that's going to be a heated series that will be a lot of fun, even if it doesn't go five or – I mean, if it goes five or six games, those five, six games are going to be an absolute blast to watch. I got Houston winning that in seven. Yeah, I think that I, I I I do agree that I think that's probably going to be the best series to watch uh, aesthetically. Um, I don't know; it, it's going to be really interesting to watch. Houston, obviously, you know, kind of handled the Jazz pretty well last season, um, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm excited to see what uh, Donovan Mitchell does in his uh, return appearance to the playoffs. You know, mainly because it's really fun to watch him if he's not playing the Thunder. So uh, I don't know Utah, as we know. You know, personally, they're they're dangerous. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Houston comes out of this. You know, after such a deflating end of their season, uh, you know, they were seconds away from having a two seed in tow, and now they're the four seed. So, I want to say, I really want to know, really want to see like what their motivation. Well, obviously, the motivation is going to be there, but I want to see like just this if they have that energy that they. I don't know. Yeah, you got the basically the. Uh borderline MVP candidate best scorer in the game right now versus one of the, like arguably the best defense and the best defensive player in Gobert. So it should be, it should be an interesting series. And I want to make uh, two more remarks. One is a, uh, this golden state Clippers matchup. Don't be surprised if the Clippers take one, take a game and then get really close to making that series six. Yep, I can I see agree. Golden State taking taking their foot off the gas, and Clippers Clippers like they're a scrappy team. I think it's a sweep if Curry's healthy. If for some reason, Steph Curry and the rest of the Warriors just absolutely love just whooping up on the Clippers. It's just it's a weird thing. It's like I don't know. I I just I think this is a sweep. I got five, but I, 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 I know it's such there. a bold take to to say Golden State sweeping uh, first round series, but. I don't know. I just I, yeah. I think if if it was the Spurs, I could see this just San Antonio yeah. randomly taking one. It's literally just the Clippers that I'm saying sweet. <laughs> I like then, the Clippers this year. I love Beverly in the playoffs, especially against a hobbly paperweight ankle Steph Curry. Um, that's, that's gonna be gonna really be fun. fun. I didn't even think about that. Is that matchup? And yeah. uh, one one more thing I was gonna say is props to Orlando for making the playoffs. Definitely. Yes, that's that, that's, that's nice to see really them cool. back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's let's do another thing. You know, kind of going off. You know, the theme of sweeps. Like, what if you had to like lock one single series as a sweep? Which one would you pick? Orlando, Toronto. Yeah. I don't know. I I kind of like the I kind of like the Toronto Orlando a lot as a sweep. Yeah, that's my only sweep in my bracket. 
I could definitely see Milwaukee sweeping Detroit, though. I think it's one or the one or the other. Depends um, on if Blake Griffin's healthy or not. As a lock, I, I, I need to restate as a lock because I still think Golden State sweeps. But yeah, how about one? And then let's do one upset, then kill a pod. One yeah. one upset, guys. Yeah, we we've gone pretty long. Um, my upset. Ooh, that's tough. Um, not not the Thunder. That doesn't count. No, no, I wasn't gonna go with Thunder. Um, shoot, give me Indiana over Boston. Oh uh, yeah. Well, is that really even an upset though? With Marcus Smart being hurt, like well, they, still, it's still an the Pacers are missing Victor Oladipo. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like with the way Boston's been playing and their their expectations that like you know for this season, especially with Marcus Smart going down and missing the next first two rounds, I don't even know if I can count that as an upset. They're, but they're plus five hundred. Now I have Indiana winning that series, but yeah. Um, but if I had to mark one upset down, hmm. Is this a lock or is this a possible upset? Like what well, I think will yeah, happen. Well, no. I wouldn't lock an upset. Just like what if you had to? What has the most okay. chance for upset potential? Basically, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. Okay, so okay. Brooklyn is plus five fifty. Indiana's plus five hundred. Um, the best chance of an upset by odds on, according to like seeds, not counting the Portland Thunder, is the Spurs plus one seventy versus Detroit. Um, I'm, I'm rolling with Indiana. I, I love Indiana's defense. Um, I like Bojan Bogdanovich. I like yeah. the way they've been playing and Celtics just have a bad taste in my mouth right now with the way they've been playing. So let's, let's go Indiana. But I, and all in all, I think the only seed ups in the playoffs first round will be the thunder. I think it should be chalk other than that. But other than that, that was, that's a pretty good playoff. If I'm talking about it, yeah. that's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, that was pretty fun boys. So we're in the end. <laughs> I, that's so, that, I know it's lame. We're in the end game now. We're in the playoffs, boys. Here we go. I'm pretty pumped. We're all pumped here. So, uh, you know, Saturday is going to be a fun day with, you know, the Masters going on and then, you know, no spring game. So that's a plus. But yeah, uh, spring yeah, game so, avoids NBA playoffs. Woo-woo. Yep, yep. Okay. that That's a pod. That's a wrap unless you guys have any uh, yeah. other thoughts. I'm good. Good time. I'm excited for the series. Yeah, for sure. So we are going to be with you all the way through this uh, playoff series. Um, we are, uh, we won't recap every game. I'll, I'll do a couple, like, you know, quick little snappy, you know, maybe 10-ish minutes, you know, recaps right after the game. But in general, uh, we're going to meet again after Tuesday's game. And then uh, basically whenever whenever the series moves locations, we'll, we'll drop a pod there. So... I don't know. We're, I'm excited. This is going to be a really fun time. And, uh, yeah. So please follow us on whichever uh, podcast service you get your pods from. Uh, subscribe, five stars, all that good stuff. Recommend us to your friends because, you know, hey, we're going to be talking a lot of Thunder basketball. I think we do a pretty dang good job. So, yeah, that's a podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Leave us some reviews. And, uh, yeah, Thunder up. Thunder up.